Welcome to Finding the More Ministries, where our mission is to inspire everyone to experience the exceeding abundantly more that Jesus has promised. We trust that our podcast will not only challenge you, but encourage your spirit to go deeper into God's Word. And now for today's speaker. All right. Well, I am here with um, my friend Amanda. This is Latasha with Finding the More. And you may remember Amanda, who um, I spoke with during our Going Deeper back in, I think it was September, Mm -hmm. um, when we had our topic that month for uh, moving forward, which was fertility. Mm-hmm. And at that time was the first time that Amanda and I had met in, perfect, in person. Um, interesting enough, so we are now in my home state, North Carolina. Amanda and her husband joined me today for church, and it's the second time that we have met in person. And um, so we got to make another video. Right? We, we had to make another video, another podcast, and I think it's it's ironic that. God's timing of this, you know, it's the one year anniversary of kind of moving forward, you know, and you were kind of the first person that we had as kind of a guest and the topic was on fertility and this month's topic for moving forward is on parenting. So God just lined all of that up, which, you know, I would say is interesting, but it's not, it's a God thing. So um, I thought what we would just start with is just kind of catch us off a little bit, you know, anything exciting been going on um, since September. So I think you just finished school. We right? did. Um, we did. And so, like you said, I, I'm from Georgia and our school district was one of the first districts in the nation to go back to face-to-face school year in the midst of the pandemic. And so... Um, a lot of heat, a lot of flack from a lot of outside places, um, but we just wrapped up a 190-day school year. Awesome. Um, we never had to be quarantined during that time. God's protection was just really with us, um, and it, it was a good year. In a time when a lot of people would have um, gone the other way, God showed that all things are truly possible. Yeah, and I think that's so true. I mean, you know, Brody had the opportunity to be in person as well, and it's one of those things that you don't take for granted. Mm-hmm. Whereas previous years, you're like, okay, we finished school. You definitely had a different outlook this year with school. I don't know if it was missing the closure of the school year previous because it just kind of abruptly mm-hmm. went virtual and then abruptly ended virtually. Um, but I definitely think there was a lot of peace in getting to the end of the school year. And um, you and I were talking about the topic um, from when we spoke last in September And then um, the topic of parenting, you know, um, coming up. And most people want to hear a fertility story that ends with, oh, we're pregnant. Mm -hmm. But that's not the story God gave me. No. And it's taken me a long time to not be ashamed of that. Right. Or not to think, oh, I'm still waiting. Um, But I feel like God has brought a lot of peace this year. Um, he showed me physically that I can walk through these storms with the pandemic, with the classroom. Um, I was face-to-face with 26 students a day. And so, you know, that's where God's called me. That's what he wants me to do. Um, different things that have gone on um, in our family this year. Um, 
I didn't know this was coming out, so okay, God. Um, we found out that we were going to be grandparents mm -hmm. not long after the first podcast. Um, on October 31st, God decided that he needed our grandbaby with him more than we did on earth. Um, so that's been a journey to walk through with our daughter. Um, she's done great. She's totally trusted God through the process that it just wasn't the right time, that it wasn't um, what would have been healthiest for her, for the baby. Um, but we're just thankful that um, hearts haven't been made hard through all that. Mm -hmm. And so he's just over and over. He's kept his promise. Right. He's kept his word. He's never left us. Um, recently, Dwight's had a brother that passed away. Um, that was not expected. It was not a COVID related death. And it just, um, when you looked around, it was heartbreaking because his family didn't have a church family to lean on. So in joy and in loss this past year, um, God's just continued to prove his testimony over and over to us. So I'm glad that we have a chance to meet back up face to face today. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think your, your walk with your, your daughter and, you know, I think we talked about this is as hard as it may be, you had the experiences to share with her. Mm -hmm. Not many could say, I know how you feel. I know how this feels. Um, but you had that to share with her and, and could share on the, on the flip side of that, of God's peace, you mm -hmm. know, through that. So seeing God use your testimony to, to help others through their storms, um, I think was great for, for me to watch as you shared that story with me. I am, um, God's opened a couple of windows of opportunity like that um, this year. I have had a few people who um, have kind of heard my story and started to share their own. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested to see where their journey takes them. Yeah. Um, because I know their story is not finished in the way that mine is um, as far as fertility goes. And so I'm very excited and very prayerful for them for some things that they have coming up in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, but they didn't know who to talk to. Right. They didn't know who to ask. Um, and so by sharing my testimony a year ago, um, it prepared me to be able to answer some questions and be there for some people over the course of this year that, um, they wouldn't have known. So I, um, it's, it's been an interesting year, and when we started talking about this, as far as parenting goes, you know, we laugh and say that I've helped raise probably over 800 kids, mm -hmm. although I've never had the privilege to birth any. Um, to a lot of people, that's probably confusing. I, um, I'll turn 40 this year, and I have taught a Sunday school class since I was 16. I was saved really young in church, so at the age of 10. And in a church that believed God didn't save you just to give you a ticket to heaven, right. you know, it was time to go to work. And so there was an older lady who taught the preschool Sunday school class. And so she immediately, when I was 16, was like, you need to start coming and helping me on Sundays. Mm -hmm. These kids can just be a handful sometimes at my age. And it so wasn't, but it was her way because she saw something in me and she wanted to plant those seeds in my life. Yeah. Um, and so ever since then, I've worked with kids in church, going through college, I worked in a daycare and a nursery, um, my stepchildren, um, I've been in their life since the oldest was four and she's 26 now. So, um, God has, um, an interesting way to go about things sometimes. 
Um, but just trust him. Just hold on. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, when I visited you, seeing you in action, <laughs> you know, because I, I had seen it all verbally, the yeah. stories that you would tell me, the pictures that I would see, but, you know, seeing these, these little kids come up to you, um, very confused as to like why, why you were spending time with me and like, who is this lady? And like, that's my Amanda, um, that you do play a huge part in their life, you know? And, and I think if we, if we think about churches, you know, I think about like when I grew up, there was that same type of person in the church where I grew up, you know, and it's being that mother, not only to the small children, but it could be, you know, to the older children. It could be, you know, just to people in general in the church and helping them through all parts of life. Sometimes I think we see an adult body and we think of them as an adult Christian. Mm -hmm. And we think of them as, as we should, equal in person and rights. But I think sometimes we forget that everybody comes from a different background. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's life, if you looked at different people as different suitcases, some have more pockets, some have less. Um, and I think we forget that in the church itself, we've got to be careful to make sure we're teaching the next generation. Right. You know, it's time that we start looking for, where's that 16-year-old that I can plant seeds right, with? to pull in. And, you know, or for me, um, yes, Manda is my favorite title. Um, I know to be called mom is the most precious thing in the world. But for me, it's hearing a little kid say Manda. Mm -hmm. um, that's who I am to them. There's no A on the front of it. And I love that. But I look now for the mom who just needs five minutes. Right. You know, it's like, hey, I'm going to swap the kids for five minutes. I need to play for a minute mm -hmm. and take them downstairs or... Um, you know, in our church, babies are always welcome, whether they're happy and sleeping or they're yelling to the top of their lungs. Um, you know, our pastor is just always grateful for them to be there. But when you see that really fidgety one and I'm coming out of the choir and I go snag them and, you know, head out to the nursery for a few minutes, you know, just looking for that mama that needs some Jesus time. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily parenting, but I think sometimes it's those little pieces that we need to help us be the best parents we can be. Yeah. Um, when well, we it's allowing that. her time with her father mm -hmm. so that she could be parented, whether that may be comforted, that may be corrected, that whatever. But, mm -hmm. you know, that baby can be a distraction, you know, and coming alongside to, to help hold them up and along that way. So I think it, it does... Serve, serve a purpose in, in that parenting, you know, and, and we say it takes a village, you know, to, to raise a child and, and it does, you know, even a, in a church to, to raise those children in that small one hour window. If you have a fidgety crying upset baby, that could seem like an eternity. <laughs> it's kind of like when you have that crying baby on the plane, it's like, Oh yes. Trying to get out of the grocery store or anything. Yeah. We all, we've all had those moments. Um, I guess if there's one thing that I would love to say to you guys a year later is thank you for helping me start my journey. Mm -hmm. Um, I know with the ministry, the moving forward is a really important part of it. And that was what was really laid on, um, your hearts when you guys were starting this ministry. And I think it's something that as Christians, as 
women that we need to know our testimony and our words are important. And so I grew up with a family who was in church. I was blessed to be raised in church. And my grandmother would go to a small, it was a primitive Baptist church. So they would only meet like the first and third weekend of every month. Mm -hmm. And it was, things were a little different. Same God, little different worship service than what we have now. But over and over, you would see people stand up and testify. And so many times now, I hear people say, oh, I remember when, oh, I remember when. But we don't see that anymore. Right. And, of course, church needs its order and its decorum. But I thank you guys for opening the door for the ladies here in this area to talk about things that aren't always easy to talk about. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, the Bible clearly tells us um, in 1 Timothy 2.6, Mark 10.45, um, definitely Psalms 119, that God expects us to give a testimony. Right. And he even tells us in one place, I don't want you to plan it. I don't want you to know ahead of time. And Oh, my goodness. <laughs> when I got to that, um, my heart just rolled. God, what do you mean you don't want me to plan this ahead of time? I need a schedule. I need an outline. I think that's why we get along so well because <laughs> we are both a planner, you know, to, to a T. Um, and sometimes God says no. And I think that was one of the most interesting things to me about, about this is that your testimony is bragging on God. Mm -hmm. And if if you go back and if you think about it, if Paul had never bragged on God, where would half the New Testament be? Absolutely. You know, if Moses had not bragged on God, would we know about the Red Sea? So God put it in their hearts to write those stories. Mm -hmm. But that was their testimony. So if we just sit quiet and say, thank you, God, for everything you did in my life. God, thank you for helping me to understand this fertility situation. Thank you, God, for um, helping me process this. But if we don't ever go out and share that, then how will anybody else ever know that it's possible? Right. God's helped us move forward, you know, with you, with your infertility. And, you know, in my situation is, is the grief of my mother. But it wasn't an easy walk for either of us. Mm -hmm. And if we don't share, you know, the, that testimony, that walk, mm -hmm. to your point, those, those other people that are out there, they don't know how. What's that next step look like? How do I trust that God? You know, how do I get that peace? We have to be willing to share all parts of that testimony. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, as you're aware, I've shared, you know, through many written forums about the loss of my mother. Mm -hmm. And that's easy for me because I can type, I can cry, I can pause. I can type, I can cry, I can pause. Um, but this, um, past spring at our ladies retreat the God said put away the paper and I want you to tell the story from the beginning and I knew that that's what he was impressing on me and you know I, I said to Mitzi like I know what I'm supposed to do and like we're five minutes from walking downstairs and she's like are you good and I turned <laughs> around and just burst it into tears you know because it's to your point what do you mean I, I have to say what you put on my heart at that moment? But it's, it's showing the rawness of how hard it was, but how great our God is. I think we forget sometimes that as Christians, it's to be Christ-like 
And to be saved is to want to be that disciple, to live your life after him. But we think that we just like get to keep all the perks for ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's like you found this super cool club and it's called church and there's all these perks. And you have this wonderful prayer team and you've got this worship leader and you've got a pastor. It's yours. It's all yours. And we forget sometimes, oh yeah, I've got to be an active part in this. Mm -hmm. And um, not everybody can get up and sing in church. Not everybody is called to teach a Sunday school class. But, you know, sometimes when you meet that stranger in the grocery store aisle and that random conversation just happens, it wasn't random. Right. God put that person in your path or he put you in their path and you should both walk away forever changed. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's where we have to remember you know, that he's called us and he didn't just call us on Sunday morning. He just didn't call us to tell the good things. Mm -hmm. um, not everybody's ready for the hard things. Right. But God also knows that. And he knows their journey and their path that it's going to take for them to get to a point that they can share. So I hope they're all moving forward in their own way. Yeah. And I think that's the piece is you will get there. And I think if if we don't share the full testimony, they may not be willing to take the next step in that moving forward because it, it's different for each of us, you know, of what that looks like. So I appreciate you sharing your testimony, um, not only with us here at Finding the More, but I know that you've shared that a couple times, you know, and I know that God is going to use use that and continue to use that in great and mighty ways. And I just, I love to hear the stories because it blesses me so much because you have such a true gift for children. And I know that's so hard to, to probably hear knowing that God hasn't given you any children, but you have loved so, so many children. Um, it's a very true statement. You know, and I know that um, he will reward you for that greatly, um, you know, in heaven for that. And you're going to help not only the children, but others that are struggling with that same testimony and walk. I heard a quote recently, and I don't even know who said it to give them credit for it. But it says, my intent is to plant seeds, even though I may never sit mm -hmm. under its shade. And when I heard that, I was just frozen because that's what I want. I want Christianity to continue. I want church as we know it to continue. Um, I don't want to see that pass away. Right. I don't want to see popular culture say, oh, you can just stay home and read your devotion. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, it's just a relationship between you and God. You don't really need a local church. Um, God spent so much time, Jesus spent so much time showing us and his word, how a local church should be set up. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's my goal. Um, I, I want to make sure that there's shade. I want to make sure that the church continues um, when I can't go anymore. Yeah. Well, you are definitely sowing those seeds. So with that, I thank you. Um, and I'm just excited for the next time that God, I'm not going to say if, I'm just going to say when God brings us together. Um, you know, because he has orchestrated both of these, um, and his timing is amazing. So I look forward to that and your continued testimony being a part of moving forward and finding the more. 
Thank you guys for having me, and I look forward to next visit. All right. God bless you. The Fine and the More family would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can find us at www.findingthemore.org or any of our social media platforms at Finding the More. Our prayer is that you experience the more in Jesus.